If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. Welcome back to our part two sit down with the one, the only Allison Dubois. And if you haven't heard part one, well, it only aired two days ago on Monday. So check it out. This part will make so much more sense. Listen, Allison and I are friends. When we get together, we talk and we talk, but we had a lot to cover. We talk all about Kyle's recent Watch What Happens live appearance, where her and Andy decided to talk about Allison. Allison also came up, you know, on Kelly Clarkson. We talk about that. Allison has a few words for Kyle, but we really analyze, you know, Jeff Lewis says that Kyle fucking hates Mauricio. We analyze, like, is that really true? We analyze the vibes and the reading she's getting from Dorit and PK. You know, Dorit says they're fine and they're not separated. I don't know about this one. So we cover it all. Somehow we talk about Rinna. We recap this season. And now we are about to continue this conversation. So check out part one first from this Monday. And now part two of our chat with the one, the only Allison Dubois. Do you think like Kathy and Kyle are done? For real? I don't think they were ever anything. I mean, I think they're sisters, but I don't think they've ever been close. I do feel that Kyle sees Kathy as her mother figure. I think I think Kathy is really a surrogate to her in how Kyle feels of her mom and probably carries the mother's energy. So I do think that's an important relationship to her. But I do think Kyle's behaved badly throughout the years when it comes to how she has treated her sisters. And I'm sure they've dished it back as siblings do. Um, Also, I caught when Kathy said on the reunion, Paris is my daughter. She's in my corner. And she said that to Kyle to send a message that Kyle really can't use Paris, her name, her fame, her connections, um, without her mother knowing about it. So I heard that loud and clear. And that is true, because Paris did speak out quite a bit, you know, to the extent she's... It's her her mom, of course she's going to, that's, she loves her, so I get it. So, I mean, what do you make? Because Kyle says, you know, she's friends with Morgan. She's still, I mean, you just, I mean, ugh, it's so strange to me. I uh, At first, I agree. It was publicity. Now it's like they're in France together. She's picking her up at the airport. You know, it's like, uh, what? Okay, I'm, let me ask I'm you so, this, I'm David. so confused. I'm so is, confused. Is Kyle trying to avoid the paparazzi in these moments? Because there no. are certain places she could go where the paparazzi would be hard pressed to find, but she's going, it's almost like they send them a list of where they're going to be at what time Hollywood works that way. 
You could do that in another yeah. country. So to me, it just doesn't, again, it doesn't feel organic. Well, yeah, if you really wanted to hide something, you like Timothy Chalamet and, Ky- and Kylie Jenner in the beginning, you know, then someone sees the car coming out of the driveway. You like, you go to the person's house. It's you how don't they make their money. It's yeah. how they, that's, that's their job. That's what they do. So no, I don't think she was, Kyle was stealing away this just friendship moment in the city of love with Morgan. That's her name, right? Morgan. Yeah. And, and that the paparazzi just happened to catch that. No, I think they know exactly where they're going to be. They take the pictures and Kyle cashes the checks. And I think Morgan gets a benefit from it too, because I don't know who the fuck she is. I've never heard her music. I've never heard of her until now. So I'm sure some people have, but I think Kyle's given her a pretty good public platform to try and capitalize on. So hopefully she uses that opportunity to further her career. Hopefully she can actually sing and she's actually talented or that'd be embarrassing. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I've never heard of her either. She's had a whole tour this summer. She's 28. So, I mean, it's kind of works for her. It's not a bad gig. I listen to country music. I've never heard of her. So I, when you, when people started saying Morgan and asking me about that on Instagram, I'm like, hey who the fuck is that but I thought it was a guy like I didn't know so I was very surprised to hear I never picked up vibes that Kyle was gay honestly and there's nothing wrong with being gay at all it doesn't even need to be justified I'm just saying I never got that feeling from her and so this is interesting and if she is going down that road have fun Stop, stop map questing the paparazzi where you're going to be if you want to be incognito. So, yeah. See, I never got that vibe from her either, but now that we are here and if I really step myself out of it, I get the vibe now. I do. do. You? Um, and okay. it has nothing to do with more. Like, I think, yeah, look, I never got that vibe, but okay. I get the tattoos. I get that she's working out harder now. Good for her, by the way. She looks amazing. Um, but I still, it's almost like she's trying to fit into a mold of what either Morgan wants or what's expected of her. Because this is nothing that anyone's seen of Kyle in her entire life. So it's not that you can't one day realize that's what you needed. I'm just thinking that when the publicity cools on that relationship, you're not going to hear about that relationship anymore. No, but you know, what's really weird is like, if I close my eyes, I can't, and this has nothing to do with like, whatever. I just can't picture Kyle dating any other guy. I I just, I mean, I can't, I understand like, why should I? Because you're still with I just like Dorit, if Dorit and PK don't work out, I could close my eyes and picture Dorita on the dating scene. I, I I don't know why. I can't picture Kyle dating the local investment banker or lawyer or whatever he's going to be from. Okay. So history. can I make the argument that yeah. Dorit is somewhat, she's charming and uh, you could picture her on a date because 
she's dateable. <laughs> and with Kyle, Kyle would be a very difficult um, personality to get to know. And I, I'm just speaking from my own personal experience with her, from Camille's experience with her. And they can call these women friends uh, all day long, but my friendships don't feel like that, where you say those things to one another. And, and every now and then, sure, you're going to be like, you're being a jerk. You know, you're wrong in this scenario. I back you up. I love you. But you, you really should apologize. That wasn't right. Uh, you'll have those conversations. But the things they say to each other and call each other and the oops, did I say that moments? That's not anything I've had with my friendships. That's I don't know how you'd be friends with people that seem like enemies. They're so. friends for the show. Yeah. Well, the other day when we were texting, see, this is why you tell me something and then it's just, we go on, you, you were just casually tell me this somehow, I don't know how it came up. You said that, you know, Dr. Jen, and then you went on to talk about something else. And I'm like, okay, Allison, take a breath, rewind three minutes. Dr. Jen, who has this scene with Erica, and she's trying to teach Erica about empathy. I'm like, go back to that, Allison. I don't know what you're talking about now. This is a great text exchange. What do you mean you know, Dr. I'm sorry, that scene? Well, first of all, that scene has gone viral. A lot of people have a lot to say about Erica figuring out from Dr. Jen what empathy is. Sure. So um, you know Dr. Jen. I. She's a friend of mine. I love, I love Jen. She's great. Um, we've been friends for a few years. We met on a show where we were both profiling psychopaths that we were filming a pilot for. And we just clicked because we were both have no edit button and very straightforward. And so we've been friends since, and she's amazing. Uh, she wrote a book called The Relationship Fix that all the women on the show might want to get just in case they need it. And it's so smartly written. And I started reading it just to read. She sent it to me. So I wanted to look at it because she's my friend. But um, yeah, her sarcasm's in there. She cusses. She she can be very classy, but she'll also tell you when you're out of line and in a certain set of terms, you know? So Jen is a very straightforward, smart woman. Erica is in good hands with her. So I did see her in last week's episode, which shocked me because I didn't know she was going to be on. And I'm sort of getting tired of knowing everybody that ever shows up on the show. <laughs> I knew, I, it's kind of amazing how many people I know that end up on that show but um no Jen's she's fantastic and I did see a difference in Erica Erica was very guarded and I found last week's episode interesting um because they brought on the energy workers you know the the Indian energy eagle workers. woman and blue raven and you did see a shift in Erica's energy like you definitely saw some growth in her and you just saw her like breathe and release all that tension and that knot that's been pulling her so tightly from within. I thought that was really good for her. And then to see her with Dr. Jen, I just thought, well, this woman's really trying 
to learn something about herself and to grow. So I found all of that very encouraging for Erica because I know Erica can be a lot. She seems to be a lot. I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. I've been so honest with you guys over the past year about my struggle with my weight. And I'll admit it, for me, eating is an emotional experience. When I get stressed out and whatever with this job, I turn to food for comfort. And that's why when I heard of Noom, it made so much sense to me because Noom helps manage weight through a psychology-based approach. They understand that a lot of us eat for emotional needs. So many weight loss programs that I tried focused on what I eat, but Noom is using science to help me understand why I eat. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Noom's psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part, you decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. How awesome is that? Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Everyone's been asking me why I'm in such a good mood lately. And that got me to thinking, and I think the answer really is because I haven't been sick or dizzy from motion sickness in a really long time. And that's because of Relief Band. I've had Relief Band forever, but I used to forget it or leave it at home all the time. No more. Relief Band goes everywhere I go. When it comes to nausea, you have to have Relief Band. Honestly, it's the number one anti-nausea wristband that quickly relieves and effectively prevents nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, which I have, anxiety, migraines, hangovers. It's 100% drug-free, non-drowsy, and has zero side effects. Now when I'm in an Uber and there's that stop and go traffic, I'm like, keep it up, buddy. I don't care because I have on my relief band. And what I love best about relief band, you don't have to over plan for nausea relief or dose up six hours before a trip. Just bring your relief band and you're good to go. Right now, we've got an exclusive offer just for Behind the Velvet Rope listeners. If you go to reliefband.com and use promo code VELVET, you'll receive 20% off plus free shipping. So head to R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com and use promo code VELVET for 20% off plus free shipping. Well, I mean, she might be a good fit for Dr. Jen based on how you describe her because Erica's mm-hmm. kind of no nonsense and curses and just tells it like it is. And Jen, I mean that in a great way. Yes. And Jen would push back if she, in in the most, the most um, professional way, but she would definitely set up borders and boundaries with Erica and be like, look, here's where you're taking a detour. This is how you get back on track. 
you know, she's very straightforward. So she's definitely in good hands. But Erica's so guarded. She's so used to defending herself uh, that it almost seems painful. And she acts like she doesn't care, but she really does. She's easily wounded and she really does care. So I'm hopeful that Erica does this work and stops seeing her um, emotional availability as a weakness. It's okay to be accessible by other people. Kyle has a little of that issue as well. Very guarded, very trying to control the situation and deflecting. So I think the two of them have something in common. And Dr. Jen was on last season too, a little bit. She started working with Erica. (laughs) yeah. And then like, she, I don't know if she stopped, but I mean, she's like, she's, yeah. I mean, she's trying, right. She's in therapy and she's the top doctor. And she's in in really good hands. Dr. Jen man is fantastic. So I just thought when you told me that I was like, okay, this is, I find out of everything we were texting, I'm like, I find this the most interesting thing (laughs) out of anything. Cause you do know everyone on this show. It's crazy. I've known a lot of people on the show. I even know people that didn't make the show, but were interviewed for the show. Really? Mm. Anyone we know in the world? Actually, they were really stupid to pass on this one particular person because my friend Perla is married to, was married to Slash. They're divorced Guns and now. Roses. Guns and Roses Slash, um, uh, iconic guitar, guitar player. He's amazing. I love him too. Um, But they interviewed her and they moved past her for the Beverly Hills uh, branch. And all I could think was she would have scared the shit out of Kyle because Perla is hardcore, fantastic. Um, She scares men and she's fabulous. She's one of my favorite friends. She's gorgeous, redhead, Cuban, dark eyes. And she's so much fun, but she's also fierce and she holds no punches. So she would have been incredible on the show, but she probably would have made certain people on the show look a little too milk toast. Well, Carlton kind of scared Kyle. I don't think Kyle knew what to do with Carlton. She hated her. And then they found out I was friends with Carlton because a friend of mine, Drayden, posted a picture of me and Carlton at uh, the Abbey having drinking champagne and they were like of course allison's friends with carlton like all sneer and angry about it it's like shut up and carlton scared kyle because i had already been on the show with kyle and kyle knows what i do so she didn't know that i knew carlton at the time but anybody who can see into a person scares the hell out of Kyle because she had so much to hide. I just hope as time passes, she'll sort of embrace the scars that she has and not care and just brush them off, you know, but that's a lot to hope for, but fingers crossed. Well, I don't know when is the last time you spoke to Carlton, but feel free to track her down. Cause I would like her right here behind the velvet rope. She is one that has escaped my prowesses i'm sure that i'm sure that was on purpose i think after housewife she wanted nothing to do with it and she just she turned into vapor and just disappeared so 
Yeah. She wants, I, I see her Instagram posts. Yes. I think she wants absolutely positively nothing. There are very few that just, well, I don't think she wants to even utter the words. Well, Perla and Slash are her son's godparents. So it, was a, it was a very small town in Beverly Hills. And I didn't know Kyle. And I think that speaks volumes. Look, I still think if one marriage is going to end, to me, it would be Kyle and Mauricio over Dorit and PK. I, I don't, I don't, I think Dorit, to me, I think Dorit and PK, despite the headlines, they just somehow, it wouldn't shock me, no, nothing shocks. Do you know Meryl Streep is getting divorced after 45 years of being wow. married? Yeah. Wow, that's, well, I'd say it's sad, but if she feels like it's necessary, I, I understand it happens. I had one year where I read, four couples who had been married over 40 years and the women that I was reading wanted divorces. And I, I just thought you've been together 40 years. Like why now? But I don't understand it. It's, it's a generational thing. As I know from doing what I do, the boomer generation uh, were taught to stay together, no matter what, no matter what they did, you were supposed to stay in that marriage. So a lot of them found their power later in life and just said, look, I don't have that much time left. I'm definitely not spending it with you. So that's when you see it unravel. So that's, that's, it's, it happens. My mom's been married like five times. I don't even judge people that get divorced. It's like, whatever. She My married- whole family is like divorce. Everyone. I can't even like, I don't even get me. Divorce right? is like a prevalent in my family. Yes. My mom married my dad twice. I was like, dad, why'd you marry her a second time? He's like, your mom was hot. Have you seen pictures of her back then? I'm like, that is not what I wanted to hear. And also that's not really a reason to get married. I mean, you could just have a fun. My dad was, he was a professional ballroom dancer. He was a Lothario. He loved women. He loved the blondes. He loved them all. (laughs) So yeah, but with, with Kyle and with Dorit, the parallel that I can see is they're in the bubble of reality television right now and they're going to care how it's going to affect their bottom line. Aside from that, I will say people can stay married as long as they want. No one can make them get a divorce. That's a personal choice on if you're going to work on the relationship or not work on the relationship. It's who's the most stubborn to hold on the longest when a marriage has run its course and somebody stays in it because there's a financial payoff or a reason that they're like staying in that relationship, it's not who's loved more, Dorit or Kyle, by their husbands that you could measure it by. It has to do with who's not willing to give up. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. So I know that you could see the cracks with Kyle. I know they don't want to separate out the money. I know that that's going to get messy. Well, there's a lot of money. When it comes to the money, because they made all that money together. And it's going to get that. I know that it's a no-fault divorce state in California, but they travel overseas a lot. There's going to be some bank account action going on. They're not stupid. Although I do hope they've paid their taxes because I did have a feeling that that could end up being an issue later for them. Well, Dorit and PK have it. He he owes like a million and she owes like, I think now she's got it down to like $90,000. Well, hopefully Kyle and Mauricio pay attention to Dorit and and, uh, PK and don't go down that same path. 
it's no fun and I I don't think it would end well for them. So when you come back, well, now go on. I didn't mean to cut you off. I I was just going to say Dorit is a hard one because her heart actually believes that they're happy and she, her heart actually does love their life together and, and loves him. The sus feeling I was getting had more to do with him. So I, I get like a genuine, I don't know. I read Dorit genuinely. Yeah. Yeah, I I do too. As crazy as that is with all the clothes. When it comes with to him, but not when she's in a situation with Kyle and they're in a car and she's like, so what's going on with Maurizio? Is everything okay? She's not genuine in those moments, but when she looks at him, you can tell she has love in her eyes. So uh, for whatever reason, she feels invested in that relationship and wants it to last. So, but they're in different places in life because I think Dorit has slightly younger kids than Kyle. So, I mean, we'll we'll see how that plays out. But Dorit would be a lot of fun if they ended up not working. I mean, God bless her. I hope it works out. But if not, she'd be hanging from the rafters having a good time dating. They need a spinoff. It's just rich women dating. We, <laughs> I want to watch that. I want to see them go out on dates and roll their eyes and have their microphone and sort of sidebar us and tell us what they're really feeling. And I think Dorit could get like really hot guys too. Yeah, I'm sure she'd go younger. She she could have a good time. That's the thing about her husband. He could go. He could go younger too. That's the thing about money. Everything's yeah. an option. You can buy anything at the store. And sometimes that includes people on shelves that are there for what you can do for them. So it's an exchange of energy with them and everybody knows what's up. That's how I see Kyle and Morgan. It's an exchange of energy. It's a quid pro quo for the two of them. They're both getting publicity. Morgan became relevant and Kyle became a storyline for once. Because without her sister, Kathy, and without Maurizio, she's not going to have a storyline. They would have to create another one. Maybe that's where Morgan comes in. Who knows? You think Morgan's a storyline? I think, I don't think Morgan's as interesting as, um, I think a lot of people who are mysterious and keep their mouth shut are actually just boring. And there's no real mystery there. And you find that out later. So I don't actually think Morgan's going to end up being somebody that is with Kyle um, as a life partner. I think she's there for now. That makes sense. This is my final topic that I want to talk about. Just out of curiosity, what do you think of, because, you know, Bethany Frankel has her reality reckoning that she's trying. I always think of you in this because you're one of two cases that I think of when I think of false imprisonment, like your story about how they, you know, that's one of her besides. Yeah. And also she claims, you know, and I listen, I don't know where this reality reckoning is going to go. It's having ups and downs every other day. And it seems to be going nowhere at times. And then something happens. Sure. But when she says things like, you know, tons of hours applying people with alcohol. That's your story. You know, when they told me that they gave you that big martini glass, she says false imprisonment. She's heard multiple situations. No, they took, they take the cars away. Well, yeah. And I was on a cliff 
in Malibu, I couldn't get anywhere. They have you picked up and brought there. And I thought the car was going to be sitting out there waiting for me. But the car doesn't come back until the producers tell them they're ready. So that was my experience. And yeah, the martini glasses, they act like I brought that to the dinner party in my backpack or something. That's what they put on the table for everyone. Uh, Camille seemed like she was being so sweet. What do you want to drink at the party? She's like, I know you like those lavender lemon drops from the Polo Lounge. So they tried to make those. They missed the mark on that. But when you're stuck in a house with a bunch of women bitching at you in unison, I almost felt like a husband in that moment with uh, a worst case scenario woman who wouldn't leave them alone and just kept yelling at them. They just kept at me. And I just was, I was like, well, fuck all y'all because I'll just drink my cocktail and vape. And that's when I pulled out the vape. I just didn't care anymore. I've been there four hours. Those are four hours. I was told I was going to a girl's night. It was like a Saturday. It's a girl's night. So I just, and it was a pizza party and to dress casual. I was totally set up, but whatever. But aside from that, it just, it was annoying to be in that moment. I've never been sort of trapped somewhere where I'm stuck. And I didn't even, I, I mean, the car came and picked me up. I didn't even have the address. <laughs> like You couldn't really back then. Call there was no out. overs. Yeah. So, and especially where she lives is like up this, like winding road up a, a hill, like back in the distance. I mean, it wasn't anywhere that you could easily find. So uh, all I could do was enjoy myself in the moment. And like I said, then at that point, I just didn't care. And I look back, I don't regret what I said to those women. I actually regret not saying more. So I wasn't happy. It benefited all of them. It benefited me not at all. And it was the most nauseating dinner of my life. And I've never had a dinner that went even close to what that was. Uh, they're actually, it was like, what, like they're, they're 10 fine. hours, five hours? It's still warm enough in the Northeast to run outside, even though it's November. So I was running outside the other morning and there wasn't any clouds in the sky. And then out of nowhere, it started raining. And then there was a torrential downpour and I came home soaked from head to almost toe. True story, guys. But my feet were actually dry because I had on my Vessies. Vessies are 100% waterproof shoes. Rain, snow, slush, even mud, your feet and socks will stay completely dry. It's not just that they're waterproof. They are so freaking comfortable. I seriously never want to take them off. Vessies look so good. You don't just have to wear them in the rain or out. I mean, I actually wear them with regular everyday outfits when I go out at night. And now if it rains, all I need is an umbrella. My shoes and feet stay completely dry thanks to Vessi. So what are you waiting for? Replace your unsightly rain boots with a pair of everyday knit sneakers that look amazing, feel great, and still offer complete weather protection for your feet. So head to Vessi.com slash velvet and get yourself a pair today. Just go to Vessi.com slash velvet. That's V-E-S-S-I.com and get 15% off your first order.
Is anyone out there trying to hire for their business on their own? I remember those days that it was like pulling teeth. But listen, I am here to tell you I can take all that pain away and the only thing you need is Indeed. Indeed has changed my life and has made hiring for this podcast so much easier. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. I no longer spend hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills. Indeed has streamlined the process for me through powerful hiring tools and has matched me with qualified candidates. I've hired editors, proofreaders, PR, marketing, ad salespeople, all for this podcast using Indeed. So join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash velvet. Offer is good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash velvet. Just go to Indeed.com slash velvet and support the show by saying you heard about it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash velvet. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It was a four hour dinner, four hours, and they were going to shut it down like three hours in because they weren't getting anything. And, and then the fireworks hit. What a surprise. But once somebody pushes and prods so much at you, eventually you're going to defend yourself and say something. So I said something and uh, yeah, the, it was like being at a table with a bunch of mean girls. Everybody's like, don't be a bully now. Like the whole, you know, everything with bullies. And I agree that's terrible, but they're okay with women to do it on reality shows. I don't get that. It's like, they weren't the cute mean girls, like in the movie, they were the mean girls that were there for a paycheck. And I was just invited to be sort of the bait and and that storyline that night. So I was there for Camille. I'll never be blind to a friend again. I haven't since. And it just, it spoke volumes to me about Camille. And those women are nobody. I, I don't care who they are. I don't care how many fans they have or how popular they are. They were bitches. And if any woman out there was in my shoes, they could say, oh, I wouldn't have reacted like that. Well, you don't know. You weren't there. You'd have to be there. And how many hours do you let people yell at you before you finally push back? So I did what I did. I'm not sorry. Well, it's going to be interesting to see if this next alleged dinner party from hell that we have coming up is going to... You and I are skeptical. I, I just don't see how it's going to be as organic as the one that I was at. Not saying that somebody couldn't be the fuel that I was at that dinner. Uh, but I am saying that's a lot to ask. I mean, they all know it's called the dinner party for ha from hell, yet they're all going and showing up to film. So they all know they have a job and they have to create friction. See, when I was on season one, it wasn't like that. It hadn't become that. And so what happened with us was slightly produced with the producers prodding the cast to instigate issues with me and with Camille, but you didn't have what you have now. I'm sure they even write out some of what they're going to say to each other. You know, it just seems like it's been taken to a different level. I don't know how it'd be organic, but I think it's why they are bringing actresses on now and why they brought in Denise to replace Rena. 
that whole scene apparently Erica said like it was Denise coming in with like a whole agenda. I really think the whole thing is just Denise versus Erica and what happens right that. Right. And I think Denise is angry over Rinna and what Rinna did to her. And Rinna's like Erica's BFF. Okay. But if somebody has a problem with one of my friends, I tell them to call her and take it up with her. I don't sit there and create an episode of reality TV over it. Right. So I, I just think it's gotten a little beyond at this point. And I mean, I think they went in search of Denise. Like, I don't know why Denise would be. I mean, who was Denise best friends with at this party? Nobody. I mean, like, what is she doing there? I think they said, Denise, come on. And here's a few dollars. And Denise said, great. Right. They're better off bringing back Faye and Camille. Bring back Faye and Camille. Kick up the Playboy issue, the Hustler. Um magazine and let him go at it again i mean <laughs> camille i think camille we'll have to keep our eyes on this too because i would love to hear your opinion when this happens i think camille does i don't know if it's she makes an appearance somewhere this season i think kim and camille they definitely filmed i don't know how much i think camille i think denise filmed just that episode i think camille filmed an episode so they just brought denise back to get a bunch of bad dms from people on instagram and social media hate for an episode that's kind of harsh this is where it's like i i don't think they have i really don't think they have anything between Anne marie starting in this episode and denise and camille and i just i really think they they pull i think this thing with kylan morgan is really changed the whole season because i'm telling you in these first two episodes i don't believe all these scenes are real i I just I, I believe they're real and they were filmed, but I don't believe they were filmed during the season. I just don't. I don't oh, feel it. I think there's a bunch of TV and movies that have been filming all during the actor strike. It's just hilarious. <laughs> I mean, it's like we're picketing. It's like you're working. So just at, stop it and come out and put some television back on the boob tube for us. But um, it wasn't very good anyway. So I don't think we're missing a lot. But with Denise, I do feel bad for her. If they're bringing Camille back. She I definitely mean, filmed. I mean, I haven't seen any her in any scenes in coming attractions, but she def, I'm positive she filmed this season. So I don't know. Well, I mean, I get why Camille would show up because, you know, it's her it's relevance for her. I get that. But why doesn't Kyle just have her on the regular cast? I don't get that. I mean. I mean, I know she doesn't like her because that's why I was brought on the episode. Kelsey told me that Camille had an issue with this bitchy girl, Kyle, and could I go to this dinner? And that's how I came on. So I know Camille and Kyle, there's no love lost, even though they try to pretend like they're friends. Kyle went to Camille's wedding. I thought that was brilliant. And it's just interesting. I'm like, just bring Camille on. Put your ego aside, Kyle. You've got to make your money and you're keeping people off the show that you think are going to outshine you on some level or that will call you out. So I Camille think coming back would be, I would be, I am all for that. I, I think, think out of everyone yeah. from the past, her yeah. or, or Kim, those are the two. Cause Kim, it would be so complicated with Kyle and it would just be so interesting to watch. Yeah, I know. But I mean, that's going to be hard too, because this, this erodes the relationship of these sisters. 
Right. Yet they keep coming back on and Kyle keeps asking them to come back on. Or she could stop it if she wanted to. She could say, no, I'm working on my relationship with my sister. We're not going to have them on this season. She has that power with Andy. Kim filmed some, and I think Kim came as a spokesperson in part for Kathy. But that's what's going to happen. I mean, obviously that's what's going to happen. So are Kim and Kathy taking turns coming at Kyle and that's going to be a storyline? Kyle's setting it up. She knows what it is. And then she's just going to cry and be like, oh, boo me, poor me. You know, my sisters are so mean. It's like, okay, well, you knew exactly what was going to happen and you signed up for it. So at this point, it seems like acting. I think Kathy Helton might be done with the whole thing forever. She should be. I I don't think I don't think that reunion, I didn't watch the season that led up to the reunion, but it did not cast her in a good light. She she was better off staying um in you know her home with her family with her persona of Kathy Hilton and maybe creating some product lines or something. She doesn't need housewives to be relevant. She was already relevant. So I think it was a mistake for her to come on the show. I think so. And Paris's show, Paris getting married, whatever we're calling it now, she, Kathy is on that heavily in season two. So like she will be like, it's almost like in that, of course, Paris is a producer. It's going to be very pro Kathy. So just let that be your TV appearance. Like, because she she will redeem herself in this second season. You know, I already saw the thing. She's like, Paris didn't tell her she was having a child. And they'll, they'll like be drama, but it will be a nice experience for Kathy. Like, don't step back into this, Kathy. It's not going to, it didn't end well the first time. They're not going to do you right, girl. You know, you should have Dr. Jen on your show and talk to her about the dynamics of these sisters' relationships because A, it's completely unhealthy. And if you're raised in a place where this is normal, you have to think about that. I mean, if you're only raised with fame, everything goes on the TV. And if the cameras are turned off, you don't matter, which is why they end up getting depressed when they're not relevant later. It's not a good way to set yourself up for the future. You know, you have to be who you are and building a life with people that you love and being authentically you. And this just seems like half scripted. And, and I, I just, it makes them all look bad. I just, I don't, I don't think reality TV has ever done anyone justice. And for Paris to have her mom on and try and sort of counter the Kyle movement of making Kathy, you know, showing her as being motherly and wonderful that's great, but then don't go back on housewives and undo that. <laughs> you know, like if that's the way you want to leave your reputation after doing that show, that's great. But you see these kids that grow up with a camera in their face and they don't know anything else. And they truly grow up thinking they have no worth if they don't have fans and if people aren't watching them. And that's just unhealthy. Well, according to Kendall Jenner, she's not. She didn't ask for this life and she's not for her. She's going to stay with it 
and keep making her money. But according to her, she's like, you know, I'm, I'm just not good at this. She's like, Kim was born for this. Absolutely. She's like, think about it. I, I was born into this. I grew up in this. I never asked for this to be right. my life. Well, then she shouldn't sign up for the Kardashians anymore and leave it at that. Her and Courtney should just ride off and leave, leave the others who actually enjoy being there. They all have enough money to last them multiple lifetimes. If you're not happy because you didn't sign up for it, pull the plug. I mean, it makes sense if there's like five daughters, like everyone has a different personality. You can't all five love being there. Someone has to be the odd man or odd two out, out to win women out and just be like, right. I don't like this. It's okay, right? I agree. And just so you know, it's just a truly... I was going to say, it looks like such a good, I mean, it's better than the coffee I'm drinking. That's because I'm totally jet lagged and I don't know why. My eyes melted. I'm so done. It looks like just pure vodka. People want to think that. It's not. It's grapefruit. You, you'll have to come, we'll, we'll, we'll like do the dinner party from hell. It's only in a few more episodes. Looking forward to it. Like, just like take, t- take your detox and then, you know. Everyone started sending me your post after you posted. They're like, Allison's doing homework for your podcast. Allison's coming back. Is she really? Like, I got so many DMs. I'm like, okay, Allison, now you have set the stage because everyone is now flooding my DMs asking. I had I had to respond. I, I'm like, okay with it. I'm like, you could mention my name in a post anytime you want. People were DMing well, see, that's me the all thing. day. You're my friend. So I was just saying, I'm doing it for my friend, David. This is I loved it. Are you kidding me? You're not sitting home. No, you thank you for watching for me. I'm like, the, everyone listening to this is probably like, now nah, it's going to get flooded. They're going to be like, can she come back every watch? You're going to see. But it was a positive reaction when there were people were like, is she really coming? We want to hear from her again. Mind you, I also love how like when you were, you were just on in July, everyone now when Andy makes this statement, I'm like, you know, make it. But Allison and I covered all of this. We covered this in July about Camille. You right. explained, and I'm not angry. I think everyone should go listen to it. I love how everyone's now realizing this. I'm like, we already covered this. If you just listen to Andy <laughs> to our chat from July, Allison already explained why she was not picking up on Camille's energy. I've said that multiple times that it was not Camille and Kelsey's issues. And if Kyle needs to be Delulu, as my daughter says, like delusional and think, that it was her and not Kyle that I was picking up on. That's just a game she's playing in her head. That's not what happened. I looked right at Kyle when I said it. I was very clear. I don't know what kind of psychic Kyle goes to that she thinks I'd be picking up on somebody else at a dinner table sitting five feet across from me, but I was definitely picking up on Kyle. And what I said doesn't even scratch the surface of Camille's life it doesn't even come close Kyle's it's completely a fit I mean I just don't know how she sees it that way I I mean I know how she's delusional which is why she put up with Maurizio this long I don't get it you and I both know and Beverly Hills knows what's been going on behind the scenes and they'll never show it on TV because it would ruin their image Yes. Well, Perez said stuff, but even like Teddy, her best friend is now trying to imply, you know, listen, right. Best friend. But I mean, at least, but it is out. I mean, these things are out there. I mean, not everything really that's going on, but the fact that Mauricio has probably 
rumored to have been outside the marriage. Now, who in that's like, a whole other story. Like, obviously, obviously. Well, even in that scene in the coming attractions where she says like, or, you know, that this season where she's like, okay, yeah, now it's me having the affair for once. He had the same reaction of like, wait, you're actually saying this on camera? Because right. we all know this, Mauricio. And Kyle knows it. And you know that Kyle knows it. But you just didn't realize this was actually going to be on camera because you guys probably, you know. They needed a legitimate reaction from him because everything seems so fake on the show. So She got they, one. They, so she actually used him for once for this storyline. I don't think he probably, that didn't feel good. But yeah, his reaction seemed authentic. He seems surprised, but when you feel the energy between them, they're so disconnected. I mean, it's not just being able to see it, it's feeling it. And he's busy, she's busy, it goes beyond that. Maybe one day he'll write a tell-all book and then everybody will know what was actually happening because anyone that lives in the small town of Beverly Hills knows exactly what's been going on for over a decade. Yes, they do. And right before we go, people have also come, because now you made me think of something else. People have come for Kyle in the sense that, you know, Mauricio sat back and watched her and Morgan, whatever it is, the airport, this and that. So, you know, she went really, she deleted all references to Dancing with the Stars after he was pictured holding his. So a lot of people are like, wait, he sat back and watched you and Morgan. (laughs) And yeah. now you're upset because he's holding this woman's hand for once. Mind you, he also is denying there's anything going on with this woman. She's denying it. Everybody's denying there's anything going on. So I just. I'm sorry. When she said that she was hurt because she saw a picture of him holding her hand, I just didn't believe her. I, I just didn't. I'm yeah, sorry. I didn't really it, believe her. It just. Um, and I don't think that he's hurt that she's with Morgan. Uh, if she has been with her, I don't, I don't think he cares. I actually just think at this point, uh, everything they're doing is mostly for the camera. And I think there are some residual tying up loose ends that we're seeing going on. Um, but Kyle is deeply insecure. And I just think he's at a point where he doesn't give a shit. (laughs) He just wants to live his life. And he's trying to do that. Um, I think he likes having her at home. I think he likes having the family life. I think that's who he is. He likes that that situation. But I also believe that he's attracted to other people and visits those relationships from time to time. And I, I believe she knows that. She has to know it. I mean, she just has to. Um, so for her, I think this is a way for her to feel desirable to be seen in a video with this woman and to feel um, wanted. I think she really needed that. And I, I think Morgan probably gave her that with the seduction of the video. So I hope she got something from this, but I have seen couples with bigger problems than them stay together and not be happy, but they stay together. So you can't count them out. You can't count them out. To me, I'm just like, if you keep your emotions out of it, why can't you just live in the big house? The kids will be there. Right. And just, she does her thing. He does his thing. The problem is if you're going to have a good day and then you're going to see something you don't like, that's not going to work. I mean, 
right. you, you can't be fighting and was waiting up and where is the person? It has to really be like, we are friends. Right. We want to deal with this money breakup. An we'll open marriage. Together. It's an yeah. open marriage. Yeah, and just... like you have your, right. You have your bedroom. I have my bedroom and maybe not even an open marriage. I cannot believe like she gave him the big bedroom. I would never give him the big bedroom. That would be my bedroom. And I would make sure it was all me. So um, I think he, she should redecorate it while he's gone. And then when he comes home from a business trip, just be like, you're on the other floor <laughs> and take the big bedroom. I, um, I, I Yeah. Same. So, here. I mean, she, she doesn't know what she wants. She's just trying to figure it out. I hope she figures it out. I hope she figures it out. Well, if you want to keep watching other episodes, I'm not going to stop you. As long as you watch the dinner party from hell, because I'll I have watch, that idea. I will watch that okay. one, but I literally lose brain cells every time. Okay, I you watch. don't have to watch these others, but you'll watch that one. As soon I'll as I heard that. about this, I just didn't fill you in on it. It was months ago. As soon as I heard this, I was like, you know what? I was like, it literally was like shortly after you were on in July. And I, I earmarked it and I just didn't get around to it. Okay, it's, it's obviously for ratings, which is why they're giving it the same title is what my episode was. Otherwise, they would have just said Denise Richards comes to dinner, but they know that people wouldn't have necessarily tuned in for that. This is for ratings. That's it. It's not going to be another dinner party from hell the way it was. Um, if they're bringing her in for one time, I think people should start taking bets on whether or not she throws a glass, flips a table, breaks a mirror, or what she calls one of the other women at the table, because it's so predictable. So and Erica, that. And yeah. Erica's done a lot of press, and Erica's deeming it a dinner party from hell, too, which, to your point, Andy Why would they call it that way? Lots of, right. There's only one payoff. It's like, Andy, I know I'm important to you. I know I made you a lot of money. Send me some flowers, or a thank you would be fine. So they're just capitalizing off of my episode, but whatever that's well, that's what that's the animal of what they are so you know what if bethany frankel gets her way maybe there'll be some residuals coming your way oops yeah <laughs> i at this point i'm like i don't even care i just uh if she gets something i i mean i'd be happy to write it down for her that that was my experience but i'm not looking to throw my hat in the game i've got a i've got a fine life i don't need more than i have so you're busy I am. <laughs> well, listen, you and I will text. We text all the time. So we'll text. Thank you for doing this. I'm sorry I made you watch two episodes. It's okay. I love you very, very, very much. I love you. This is how <laughs> this is how I this is how I decide that we're gonna do the dinner party from hell. This is because we are friends. I'm like, I'll just tell her some other time. And then weeks go by and weeks go by. And I'm like, well, now it's out there that there's this dinner party from hell. And by the way, I know you're coming on now, but I've already earmarked you for the dinner party from hell. So you have to come back. I just forgot to tell you this. Okay. So we should have had it where we replicated, reenacted, being at a dinner party together. Yeah. You pick the character you're going to play. And then we just oh, have I blow like up, this. put blow up dolls of all the people that were there at the table and we'll drink and comment on it. <laughs> uh, listen, I, I'm like, okay with that. Listen, there's <laughs> Allison, please don't leave me with more ideas because when I'm left to, now all these people listening are going to be like every idea you guys just said, I should do them all. So funny. Do you know how many I, on Cameo, 
for birthdays. They have dinner party from hell theme birthday parties that I give messages for the birthday boy or girl for the party to be played at the dinner party from hell reenactment that they have. It is pretty popular. So I just thought we might as well have our own. But You're like, know that. Know that. Oh, they always <laughs> want to hear that. Know that. And you have a vape. Yeah. You, I mean, listen. Okay. So just, you know, okay. Just, I'm going to earmark this for another time. Cause I, cause yes. I, I, I like all those ideas. All right. Sorry to keep you so long. Okay. Tell, tell your husband. Thank you. I'm sorry. I kept you for this long. Uh, that you're, you're good. And just put a bookmark in it and I'm going to go watch the news and wash my brain out with some intellect. I'm going to probably go to bed in like five minutes. Cause I'm exhausted. <laughs> you must be safe like, travels. Thank you. I'll like text you tomorrow. Sounds good. All right. Good seeing you. Thanks for having me. Oh my God. Anytime. Bye. Take care. (laughs) Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.